We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Tuesday, the 21st day of June, the year of our Lord 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, it's good to see you. How are you today? How was your weekend? I'm healthy and alive. Uh, Father's Day weekend here, so I uh, had that going for us. Uh, another power outage. Um, this one, though, I it's possible the thunderstorm that rolled through. So we had an unexpected thunderstorm that came through, as in it was not forecast. And it rolled through and with much lightning. Um so it's possible uh, something with that happened. Um, it was only out for like three hours, but nonetheless, uh, it happened yet again. And I'm uh, a bit gun shy now of, uh -huh. we, we were joking before we just came on. Um, I'm, I'm a little gun shy now and I always have something in my pocket that is, uh, produces light. So whether it be my phone or an actual flashlight, <laughs> when it, when it becomes dark, it, it's, uh. what Bruce is not telling anybody is he is currently operating on emergency backup battery power and he has <laughs> one of those headlamps strapped to his head right now so we can see him <laughs> across the table <laughs> yeah <laughs> but no i'm uh i'm glad you have power at least uh, for the uh the time being we're not going to be doing a full one today uh i have had a jam-packed schedule all day today and i just i'm running behind i'm still not done uh, with my day today, and I've still got things that I have to do. So um, unfortunately, we're going to have to uh, to have an abbreviated podcast today. But there's a few things that are in the news today, and we thought that it deserved uh, some credit. First of all, let's talk about COVID. I know, I know, it's still there, right? It's still there. You would think by now that it would be over. No, all they did was take a tactical retreat. That's all they did. In fact, it's so tactical of a retreat that the German health minister, as popular as that guy's been with the German people, that guy suggested that, well, because it's based in science and data, we're just going to have to bring back the indoor mask mandate every year starting in October through Easter, through April, March, or March, April, somewhere along in there. Boy, that sounds like a great idea, doesn't it? Doesn't that, doesn't that sound like it's just, it's going to be safe and effective for everybody? Never mind the fact I still see people wearing masks out there. I passed a person on the road yesterday. I was out driving yesterday. Passed a person on the road yesterday. Now, mind you, yesterday it was like 95 degrees outside, right? 95 degrees, 90% humidity. I mean, believe me, it's starting to get pretty warm. And I passed this woman who's, you know how European streets are. They're kind of narrow and, you know, when you get out of the city. So one car usually has to pull off because we have to make cars nine miles wide now for some reason. I'm not sure why. But I had to pull off to the side because the car coming the opposite direction has the right of way. And as I pull off to the side, I see this this woman in this car coming towards me. She's in the car alone, N95 mask on, all four windows down. It's 90 degrees outside, 95 degrees outside. This is the level of hysteria that's still going on. It's still there. I still see people, albeit not as many, I still see people in supermarkets wearing them. There are still people on public transport. You still have to wear masks on public transport here. And here's the kicker. The people that go around enforcing it, the little mask Nazis, the ones that go around enforcing it, that fine you if you don't have one on, aren't wearing them. You know, 
the, the Germans like totalitarian systems. I mean, that's just kind of how they are. They like rules and regulations and order and, and things like that. And to be fair, so do I. And, and so do most people. They like peace and quiet and they like rules and they want to know what they can do, what they can't do. Most people like that. And then there's people like us that don't really like to be told what to do. But we just kind of do the common sense thing and we can take care of ourselves because that's the whole point of self-governance. But see, none of this makes any sense. N none of this makes any sense, even to the uh, to the German mind who wants to be led around. None of that makes any sense. They, they look at it and they think, wait a minute. OK, we like rules and, and our regulations and, and things like that and our laws and all that stuff. OK. We, we get it, but we want it to make sense. None of that makes any sense, but that's okay. It's not supposed to make any sense because it's science, right? It's science. You have to trust the experts. And believe me, it's not over yet. And why do I say it's not over yet? Because I'm following the advice of the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci. He's back out again today doing an official interview, one of those high quality jobs. This is what he had to say. Hopefully, the more people that get vaccinated and boosted and the more people that realize the importance of when you have a high level of viral dynamics, that when you're in an indoor setting, you should wear a mask, even though the whole world, including the United States and the UK, are just worn out and tired by this outbreak. It isn't over yet. People need to realize it is never going to go back to zero. That's not the nature of this virus. Do you find it odd he just happens to be taking the same talking points as European health ministers? Strange how they're all on the same page like that, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, also, I want to point out that the interview here, that would actually be an annoying room to do an interview in, it e would even be. though it's a stage. Like the entire, it's like a light blue color and it, it, it looks like it, it's kind of an aggressive light blue. But anyway, uh, that's a side note. Fauci, he's 81. Now, I thought... He was diagnosed with COVID. And I also thought that that age group was, you know, the most at risk. Uh, but it, it, thanks to the vaccine and the boosters, it, it's not severe. Uh, it's like so Trudeau. Clearly. It's like know. Trudeau. He had to thank the fact that he was he had all of his shots and, and everything that he was able to not deal with as severe a case of COVID as he normally would have to somebody that's not vaccinated. You, you know that they're never going to let this go. Never. Until, of course, we have to jerk it away from them. Well, that's what it's going to have to be. They're never going to let it go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I told this to a family member here recently. Thank God I was on that birth control because had I not been on that birth control, I would have been pregnant with triplets instead of just pregnant. That's what's that. That's the equivalent of it is you you, you still ended up pregnant on birth control, uh, but uh, it's not triplets. Yeah. Uh -huh. I mean, that that's yeah. their argument in all of this. Uh huh. It, it, it's it's I, I this is the worst human atrocity ever that we have recorded in, in, in human history. We've had millions of people die or have uh, adverse effects that's going to affect them for the rest of their life millions because of this vaccine. He's still pushing the vaccine. I do not understand how somebody like some kind of you, you talked about order. We like our order. We like our justice. We like those systems. We like peace and all that. How has order and justice not hung this guy for the kind of uh, literally the the malpractice that he's been doing uh, at the very least just like kick him out of office and remove all of his you know medical credentials at the very least but the the number of lives that he's damaged himself directly because of uh the the rulings uh, and uh, yes i mean rulings that they've uh produced 
saying you can't have ivermectin, you can't have hydroxy, you can't even go outside to get vitamin D. You you have to go to the hospital and get put on a ventilator where your your chances of death are like eighty percent when that with happens. With remdesivir that he approved. Yeah, with remdesivir. That he has that, that, in. That, yeah. Uh, oh, but no, he doesn't have any any kind of uh, royalties or any of that kind of. No, no, he doesn't. No. Right. Sure. But see, Bruce, you asked the question, why hasn't this man been brought to justice? Well, to be honest with you, there's no justice to be had. The reason I say there's no justice to be had is because he's been following the science as best as he knows how. They get new evidence all the time and they have to adjust their decisions and their their uh, their rulings and everything based on the evidence that's put before them. Right. That's what they do because they're scientists. They're the experts and you're too stupid to understand what's going on. But see, you don't want to get swept up in, in, into any kind of conspiracy theory surrounding Fauci, do you? No, you don't want to be like Senator Rand Paul and ask him about the investment kickbacks that he gets from pharmaceutical companies through deals that he has that he signs off on through the NIH, which is essentially, like you brought up last week, it's essentially insider trading is all it is. Which, by the way, I don't care how many supposed, I'm doing the air quotes, laws that the people on the Hill pass. That's still illegal, in my opinion. That's still illegal. You can write yourself exempt from a law all day long. The fact is, is if you or I do insider trading, do you know what would happen to us? We'd be arrested, thrown in jail, called a terrorist, have all of our assets and all of our wealth seized. Our families would be ostracized. They'd never have lives again. Our lives would be over. But if they do it, oh, that's fine. That's fine. But see, you're a conspiracy theorist if you question the sainted Dr. Anthony Fauci and others like him. You don't believe me? Listen to him. And yet there are some, you know, who really are swept up in conspiracy theories and distortions of reality and anti-science untruths that create a hostility towards me and the scientific community in general that really is unprecedented. We've never seen anything like that where the only thing that I've ever expressed, uh, that I, everything that I've ever communicated has been based on the reality and the evidence as we know it. And it does change the evidence because there are things that we know now. We're dealing with a virus that continues to fool us. It continues to move. It continues to evolve. It continues to create new variants. You, you have like to look. <laughs> yeah, right. The one that they didn't count last year or the year before, whatever it was. Mm. If you look at that in context, where he says, we're dealing with a virus here that keeps changing. Something wrong? Is that, is that, a, is that a dude or is that a chick? I can't tell. Uh, I'm sorry. In today's <laughs> world, I have to question. You're a bigot if you get it wrong. So make sure you get it right. So the data changes. We haven't really moved. The, the problem here, the disconnect is, is that we've been following the science. We've been following the data. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I don't have medical credentials or science credentials or academic credentials or anything. All I have is an investigative background and I've got common sense. I know what happens around me and I can see it. And it is in contrast to what these people say and what these people do and how these people speak. No, no, <laughs> like no, I can, you, you, but the point is I can go on and on and on about all this. We know all this. We know all this. Yeah. He's put there to put out talking points like that, to make himself into the victim, knowing that there's going to be a reaction from us and it's going to start a, a rigid conflict here for us trying to self-justify. It's ridiculous. It's pointless. It's completely yeah, pointless. No, see, you don't know science because, see, the science has changed now. It's no longer males have a penis and women have a vagina. No, that's that's not 
the, the those concepts are, are are archaic. See, science has changed now. It it it's just like you know the, this whole virus and everything. It was it was never going to mutate. It was always going to be. Well, actually, it did mutate, and we've had you know probably like uh, I don't know if it continued on the same trend we were seeing a few years ago. About ninety or so different variants that we're aware of, roughly. Um, <laughs> Uh, interestingly enough, um, it could have been spurred upon by the vaccine. These all, well, as, as Ned was saying, it's also could have been the vaccines themselves were causing, um, things like monkeypox, you know, the side effects we were seeing and, um, yeah, interesting, interesting there. Uh, but yeah, this is, um, this is the new normal. They can push any narrative they want. And because you're not an expert on it, see, there's going to be a fact checker that comes in and says, no, you're not the expert. These are the experts. You don't know anything and they're going to completely change the narrative for whatever they want. Uh, you know, the masks, they, they, they clearly work. They clearly work when, you know, on the, on the box, just uh, for that matter, go on and Google a HEPA filter, you know, the best filter that we have out there and look at what the, the size of particles it stops, then go and Google what the average virus size is. It, that, that'd be a revelation. Now, remember that uh, the particles for COVID are on the smaller side of the virus scale. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're, if you're, uh, if you have a basic elementary school understanding of math, you'll understand that the masks can't physically cannot stop these. And, and now we're seeing just, just from the masks, we're seeing microplastics in people's lungs, the, the, the extra kind of uh, diseases that people are getting that, you know, the skyrocket of things like uh, a strep throat as an, as an example, we're, we're seeing respiratory problems because of the mask wearing. That's just the masks alone. We're not even talking about the vaccines and all of that. But no, the data is changing. The science is changing. Mm -hmm. Makes me want to call Mike and have him come back on and explain. I showed you the photo that he took of himself when he said that he was trying to, he had a site set up and he was preventing a cross-contamination from the site that he was working on. And sorry, Mike, if you're listening, I, I'm trying to get this right. <laughs> but he said that he showed what he was wearing to stop a cross-contamination of a 0.3 micron, which COVID is 0.1 microns, which is quite a bit smaller. For him to stop a cross-contamination of a 0.3 micron, it was a moon suit, more or less. More or less. It was the full face respirator and uh, the, the the full like PPE, like Tyvek suit kind of thing. It, the, the whole nine yards. That's what it was. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I know that that's what I know that's what he does for a living, but I couldn't believe like it was just seeing it, though, was was that like to put it into perspective. That's what it is. All right. Anything else on that? Uh, let's move over to uh, today's holiday. If you, unless you've got um, something else on that, I, I just want to add that. Um, it, just remember, in all of this, the data was changing. See, that's that's why he, that's why Fauci had taken completely opposing opinions on things. You know, when you look at his personal emails and text messages, he was telling people to take, uh, you know, ivermectin and and vitamin D and C and zinc and and you know getting plenty of sunlight he, he was he was telling people to do those things but at the same time he was telling you to go and get vaccinated but the the, the data changes. the science changes you see for all those that are out there that are scientifically minded the only time you you have the changes of what what fauci took in in public the only time you have those kind of changes and is when there's a revolutionary uh like you've discovered something that you did not know 
And like, there's this big explosion in the scientific community because this is a new revelation. It's completely destroying relatively the theory of relativity or, or, you know, something like revolutionary changed. The thing is, is everything that uh, when it comes to viruses and everything, nothing's changed over the last hundred years. We've pretty much known how viruses work and how they spread and that masks don't work and how to make a proper vaccine, one that is actually attenuated and, and targets the actual virus. Um, except they've failed to do it for the flu. And, and uh, it just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating because it, it, this is completely upending. I'm, I'm someone that enjoys science and I'm someone that enjoys data and those kind of, this is completely upending our trust of any institution, any of them. How do you know now that any of the medical institutions are, are telling you the truth, let alone any, any organization from government, any organization that takes government funding, how can you now trust them? Uh, I'm, I, this is just frustrating because it, it, it's completely, it's a Marxist destruction of everything that we know and hold dear. That's what their agenda is, though. That's what Marxists do. They target your institutions. They target your heritage. They target your families. They target your financial aspects. They target your food systems because everything you did prior to that was a mistake. Under Marxism, under cultural Marxism, everything you did in previous times, all history is a mistake. History ends under Marxism. Remember that. Everything going forward is the new future you're going to forge. On that point, and I know I said we were going to move on, but just on that point, you know, I've never been one of these anti-vaxxer people, and I'm still, I still don't consider myself that. But I will say this, and I will stand firm on this. If it is indeed true that all vaccines from here on out, as in from right now going forward, are going to contain this mRNA garbage... I'm the biggest anti-vaxxer you've ever met. I'm actually, uh, because of recent data that the that has been foiled and everything, and seeing some of the side effects of the ones that we were told were safe back in the 80s and 90s, and you know the ones that we took mm-hmm. as a kid, mm-hmm. um, and then looking at some of the data that's the FDA and CDC has been hiding intentionally. Um, I, I think I'm I'm gonna go anti-vax at this point. I, I think oh, I'm pretty well. Okay. It's sealed deal at this point. I, I'm I'm. I was like, okay, you know, the the basic ones, yeah, I'm, I'm good with those. Now, after seeing some of the data and, and side effects of, of those ones, I'm just kind of like, I have no trust of the medical uh, institute anymore. So uh, if, if pharma is involved at all at this point, I'm kind of like, you're not out there trying to save lives. You're not out there trying to, I mean, I have to heavily vet doctors, any of them that I'm going to go see, if ever, you know, a family member, any of them. I'm like, you vet them, like, look at very closely what they do and what they prescribe and get a second opinion, uh, you know, find someone you can trust. Because if all they're doing is pushing pills or pushing a vaccine, if I go in and the doctor asks, hey, have you been uh, vaccinated for COVID yet? I, I, I can get you set up. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I'm never seeing you again. And I'm telling every family member and friend, this is not a doctor you can trust. And it's just sad that we're at that point. I, I thought there was, yeah. you know, do no harm was kind of the first oath they took. No. Now it's brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah. Holiday today in the United States. Uh, Juneteenth. Is that is that right? The Juneteenth. Yeah, it's, it's what we're it's what we're celebrating today in America. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think it. I think officially it was yesterday, but I think today okay. is the federal day off or something like you get the oh, day it's a off. National or, holiday. Oh, OK. So yeah. it's federal holiday. Oh, got it. OK. I, yeah, um, I, I thought this was the edicts of, of Biden. So, yeah. 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 I thought it was, too. Um, Juneteenth. Juneteenth. 
We have some breaking news. Gunfire erupting at a crowded Juneteenth celebration in downtown Washington, D.C. tonight. One person was killed. Several others were injured, including a, including a police officer who was shot. Investigators say two separate fights between party goers sparked the initial gunfire. That triggered a massive stampede as hundreds scattered in all directions. A 15-year-old boy was killed. A D.C. police officer was shot in the leg. At least two others were rushed to the hospital. The shooters are still on the loose tonight. It sounded like a great uh, celebration there, uh, didn't it? It, sound, it sounded like it did. It sounded like they had yeah. a, a great celebration there. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. Um, don't worry, though. Congress is working hard now to remove those guns from the streets mm -hmm. of the yeah. American. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, you had Mitch McConnell over the weekend, along with uh, 10 other Republican senators and said, you know, they've seen enough. They've had enough. Uh, and it's time for them to act. They can't sit on the sidelines any longer. This is an ad that was put out. And I know the listener, obviously, you can't see this. Uh, for those of you who are subscribed to us on Telegram, you have seen this ad. This looks like the Juneteenth ad that they put out in D.C. That is the Capitol building, is it not? I'm pretty sure that it is. Uh, and it's yeah, split in like half. Yeah, it's split mm -hmm. in half. And they talk about all of the, uh, I believe those are SoundCloud rappers, I'm assuming. I'm assuming that's what they are. And all the special guests that they're going to have there. Now, at the bottom here, uh, it's very important. It says that everyone is welcome and it's a peaceful demonstration. Did you catch that? that that's, a, that's a peaceful demonstration. Well, let's listen to... Um, Let's listen to uh, Police Chief Conte talking about how peaceful of a demonstration that was. The sidewalk, uh, MPD members responded to the area uh, to assist uh, in the area. And at some point during the course of this, uh, this gathering, uh, there was some type of, of incident or fight that happened uh, between some of the individuals who were in attendance. Uh, that incident was broken up uh, shortly thereafter. There was a second uh, secondary incident. We're not unsure what that incident was, but people started to scatter at that point. Uh, MPD members uh, shut the event down, began to shut the event down because it appeared that the event uh, was unsafe at this point. So once the officers shut the event down, there were several uh, MPD resources as well as, as well as public safety resources from DC Fire and EMS that were also on the scene trying to clear out the area because there were several people who were injured as a result of their leg or ankles uh, being trampled as they tried to run uh, from the area. Shortly thereafter, while MPD officers, while DC Fire Medical uh, Medical Services are on the scene rendering aid to, uh, to the victims who were injured and moving about uh, the area, a firearm was recovered from an individual uh, in this area. Shortly after that, oh. uh, there was another incident that occurred right at the corner of 14th and U uh, within <clears throat> very close proximity of our first responders, uh, several individuals uh, were shot uh, to oh. include a police oh. officer. So oh, right goodness. now we had three uh, civilian persons that were shot, two adults, one juvenile, and then one police officer who was shot. The police officer is recovering uh, from an area at an area hospital. Two of the victims are also recovering at an area hospital. One victim at this point, a juvenile victim, it appears that that person, that juvenile is deceased at this point. It sounds like a, a peaceful, uh, what does that say? A, a peaceful demonstration. Isn't that what that says right down there at the bottom of that? That ad for everybody to be there. Yeah, let's say yeah. peaceful demonstration. Everyone welcome. A yeah, everyone welcome. demonstration. Yeah. Uh huh. There, there's a phrase there that uh, the the chief. I'm I, I'm assuming I was the police chief. Yes, there. police chief. Yeah. Yeah. There, there there's um, a phrase that he used that is a little concerning. 
from just you know a, a from a macro view he said the uh the event looked like it was uh, becoming um more unsafe every event that you attend anything you do is unsafe that is life i i just just the couching of the words there he could have used a phrase and i would have been more accepting of it became violent it did become violent they they used you know they shot each other that would have been a better phraseology a clearer one but when you start couching it like that then you could say well it's not safe for people to be out here without a mask it's not safe for people to be in public in general slippery slope we have not the slippery slope argument is 100 for 100 i mean like every time we've made a slippery slope argument it's happened well that's okay because you want to be safe right you want to be safe that's the whole point. You brought it up. I mean, that was the key takeaway from all of that, right? Wasn't the fact that, um, well, I mean, it was kind of a it's kind of a foregone conclusion that there was going to be a problem anyway, wasn't there? It's D.C. This happens every day. It happens every day. And if you start getting unruly mobs of people out in the streets that have nothing else to do other than fight with each other, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, because the ad said it was going to be a peaceful demonstration? A demonstration against what? I have to ask. What was it a demonstration against? D does anybody even want to bo bother to, to explain that? What are you demonstrating against? And you invited the statistically more violent populace of America to attend this. And I, I mean, I, I know uh, I'm, I'm going to take the, the flack for that one. I'll willingly well, let the step same on that thing, landmine. The same thing happened in Chicago over the weekend, too. I mean, it's just I, I mean, I've got news clips of that, too, but I'm not even going to get into it because we don't have time. Let's move right on to this, because, Bruce, you say outdoor events got to be safe, right? That's what you got to be. You got to be safe. Well, France has taken yeah. the extra step. They've taken the extra step to be safe. There's a department in the Bordeaux region of France that has banned all outdoor public events due to climate change and an ongoing heat wave. The lockdowns also included indoor venues without air conditioning and has affected all large-scale public gatherings. The canceled events range from concerts and also the resistance celebration honoring Charles de Gaulle, which was a call for France to resist Nazis. Uh, exceptions to the ban will be made, though, for weddings. Uh, you're, you'll be allowed to, to have weddings, though, still. That's good. The government is going to permit you to get married. That's great. Because you, you couldn't get married under COVID. Uh, so you, you, you can get married under climate change, though, apparently, which is good. Which is good. Was this a... Uh... Was this just a warning or was this a... Oh, no. No, it was a full-blown uh, compulsory cancellation. Thing. Not full-blown uh, compulsory thing. Okay. So if the government was issuing a warning and saying, hey, look, it's, it's going to be hot. We recommend you, you know, cancel what you can. I would be okay with it. You know, just, just you know, telling people, hey, look, it's going to be hot. That's you true. Know, take precautions. Europeans, and I, I will attest to this, Europeans, man, they can't deal with the heat. They, they can't. That's not a poke at them. I, I'm serious. That's not a poke at them. It but just, when it gets it get really hot, hot comparatively. It, it doesn't. You, like, you don't have air conditioning over here largely because you don't need it. You might have like maybe yeah. one or two hot days a year. But when you have like weeks of this stuff, people die. And that's not a yeah. joke. People die. Yeah. They, they live in like these, um, uh, you know, the, these apartment complexes or whatever. And sometimes, you know, older people, they'll live in those things all their lives and they own them. Yeah. And they'll be up on like the top floor, you know, the fourth or fifth floor. And man, it gets hot in those places. And it does. they just they just don't make it. So that, that's not a poke at saying, aha, yeah, you can't you can't survive the heat. No, that's not funny. That's a serious thing. I, 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 it is. I'm not going to poke fun at, at, at that. Definitely. Because, you know, I'm here in 100 degree weather right now and. Heat is not fun. I'm as as yeah. we've joked. Am I a polar bear because we we keep the house cold? 
I do not like heat either. Uh, so uh, I, I totally understand. But it's just a matter of you're not free to make that decision on your own. If you're someone that has a higher tolerance of, of temperatures or you've taken the, the, you know, some precautions to ensure that you stay cool, shaded, you know, all that kind of stuff, you're not allowed to go out and do, you know, and yeah, like the fact I'm not that they're saying, to, I'm not trying to yank on our own chain here, but like you and I know what a hot day is. Yes. This is not really considered by, by our standards, what a hot day is. It's pretty warm. Don't misunderstand me. Sure. But it, it would be a nice I, summer day. Yes, you or I could tolerate it. Like I, I went out the other day and like there was I, I went out to take a walk and there was nobody out because it was just like that hot. There was like that that breeze blowing, but it was the hot gust of, you know, you felt like you were at in least, the Sahara kind of thing. Yeah. Well, at least you had a breeze here. We've had a few days where it's been like some degrees Fahrenheit and it's at all. Ugh. It is just dead. Ugh. And it, it oh. and then 60 percent humidity. It is miserable. And that those are days that you don't want to go out at all. Yeah. Uh, but the the other thing that I, I don't want to miss on this is that they said this is because of climate change. They're, they're doing this. I thought this was going to be the norm. I thought climate change and these these weird events like this, weather weirding, was going to be the norm. Places like France were going to be overrun by uh, people trying to migrate from the southern uh, locations because it's cooler. So why are you telling people that, well, you can't do anything because it's climate change? It, what? We we knew that was coming, uh, according to what you were saying. So hmm, interesting, especially with, uh, you know, World Economic Forum saying you'll own nothing and be happy about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have mentioned climate lockdowns previously. Uh -huh. And we know that those are on the agenda anyway. And if they can start beta testing now, wherever possible, why not? And seeing how the populace accepts it. Well, you've no, already what, proved. How they'll resist. Yeah, you've already proved that you'll accept lockdowns with COVID. So yeah. why wouldn't you accept it for the climate? Exactly. So, all right. Um, like I said, abbreviated podcast today. Do you have anything else you'd like to talk about today before we go? Uh, actually, a fun one. Uh, we've got, um, yeah, sure. for those that, that like science and, and nerdy stuff, keep your eyes out. You'll have to look up for the dates in your area. But there's going to be a planetary alignment. Uh, with the moon. So you're going to have um, the, let's see here, you got Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, moon, the moon, Venus, and Mercury are all going to be in alignment. And that should be uh, for some fun. Um, I believe that is tonight, actually. So Any, uh, tonight for you, the listener, I believe. Uh, it, yeah, it says... Any, uh, actually, any no, ideas... It, any ideas to uh, which part of the world? Because we're listening to everywhere. Does any any idea which part of the world would be uh, would be the best in place to view it? It says uh, the planets will be visible throughout the entire second half of June, but the best morning is actually this morning or this morning, as in for you, the listener. Uh, uh, yeah, so you would have missed the best moment. Uh, but. Uh, let's see. They're not saying which hemisphere. I'm assuming this is going to be the northern the northern hemisphere, but uh, I would assume the entire planet's going to see it because this is like it's mm -hmm. the it's the actual planets are coming into alignment, so it should uh -huh. be everybody should see it in theory. But this will be the last one we see, I believe, till 2040, like this. Um, yeah, this won't happen again until. 2040. So, well, anyway, that's uh, good. That's uh, 10 years for, away from the uh, the end of the Great Reset. So that's, yeah. that's good. That's good. Uh, yeah. 
hey, 2040, you won't have to worry about light pollution and all of that. You'll be able to see see it even clearer than today. That's true. So, that is true because you will uh, own nothing and you will be happy about it. You won't have any electricity yeah, either. It, well, if you've lived that long to see it, uh, of That's course. That's true. That is true. All right, we're going to go ahead and jump out of here. For those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast.protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener, and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. You know someone you're trying to wake up? You know someone you're trying to get to think on their own? We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. Bruce, thank you for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.